I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. NBC Sports, Football Morning and American columnist Peter King. What do you think about the Chase Thomas podcast? I'd like to plug the Chase Thomas podcast. Listen to Chase Thomas. You'll be a smarter sports fan and obviously a much better human being. Matt Chernoff from 680 The Fans, Chuck and Chernoff show here. And I want to say thanks for listening to today's episode of the Chase Thomas podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast apps. Chase Thomas went to Parkview in North Georgia. He's a local Atlanta kid, and he won't let the Luca versus Trey thing go. He interned with us back in the day, and you'll always remember him. Anyway, definitely go check out ChaseThomasPodcast.com where you can find all of Chase's previous episodes, all of his articles, and do him a solid. Leave him a rating and review if you're an Apple Podcast listener. Reminder to listen to our show, Chuck and Chernoff, Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 on 680 The Fan, and subscribe to my podcast as well. Welcome to Matlana, wherever you get your podcasts. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, you heard it. The sports reporters have indeed reassembled here on this fine Tuesday evening, where I'm still the aforementioned Chase Thomas coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee. Everything School HQ. A little over 24 hours removed from uh, New York City, where I was in. Bob's neck of the woods here, uh, Mr. Robert Silverman of the Daily Beast. We were not able to convene in person this time, but we will be back uh, soon enough uh, back to New York. So we'll make it happen on the follow-up. But Robert Silverman of the Daily Beast is here. Bobby, Bob, Yeah, oh, Robert. who are you talking? Talking How to me? Are you, sir? A little tired, but I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. What was your favorite thing that you did in New York City, Chase? Aside from um, not seeing me. Okay. Well, that's fair. I did see John Taylor of Fangraphs.com. Good friend of the show every oh. Wednesday. He came to watch Tennessee at the Tennessee Sports Bar, Printer's Alley in Hell's Kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. That was loud and rambunctious and full of UT alums. I got this cool UT alum 
uh, keychain. So we made a reservations for that uh, a little bit in advance to make sure we could get in there. But it was packed, Bob. It was it was way more uh, absurd. It felt like we were in Knoxville. Then you walk outside and you're like, oh, New York again. It's kind of uh, kind of insane. Really. To uh, there, There's a bar for pretty much every school and or team yeah. in this city. There's well, a, it was uh, never, that was fun, I've but that wasn't my favorite. Gone, but the uh, supposedly the Amanda Mull who writes for the Atlantic and is a oh big, yeah, yeah, uh, she's a UGA person, right? She's there's a UGA bar that she goes yeah. to on Saturdays, yeah. and she sends she posts a photo of it on Instagram. It's mm. uh, it's raucous and rowdy. Not a bar I would like to attend. Um, we don't like uh, we we don't want any. Who there was that? a there's this bar called Phoebe's that was in that is I think it's still around. It's in mm. the East Village. But okay. Sunday we were in the East Village on Sunday night. Sunday afternoons. It's a Cincinnati Bengals bar. Oh, okay. Don't you love those? Like, there's there's one of those bars in, you have one of those bars in New York City. But, like, it's because they were talking about, like, you know, just different fan places and all that. And, like, Saturday is, like, either it's either an SEC or a big 10 bar and then some sunday mornings it is a premier league bar Mm, sure and then by sunday afternoon it's an nfl bar and you're just like yeah Mm. they that's one place that will never run out of money they're flexible (laughs) they're they're adjusting to the clientele um makes sense it was fun. I we went to the Broadway show. We saw Kimberly Akimbo uh, Sunday afternoon. That was very good. Highly recommend. Okay. Uh, we had wh- a fun wh- time. Who's that? Um, what do you mean? Who's that? It's a musical. Is it Kimberly yeah. Akimbo? It's not a person. It's just like she's the main character in the in the play in the musical. Oh. So her name is it's not, it's Kenneth, uh, Kimberly Lavoco, and then you have to watch the movie to get where Akimbo or watch. I keep saying the movie. Watch, watch the musical what? to see where uh the akimbo comes from but it's super well done and i've never seen a broadway show before and my wife had neither that's cool was... yeah which which theater was it the Booth. yeah it's a pretty space it was uh it was really pretty and it was it was it wait was, john wilkes was... booth has a theater named after him uh <laughs> the other his brother yeah he's oh. also an actor i will say oh. it's, a, it's a it's a theatrical family yeah he's a failed uh, actor we did the met uh, on thinking, saturday well, i shot lincoln probably uh, i like yeah. Here's the th- I have a take. I don't know if you guys share this. Like uh, my wife and I, we we like art, um, but we we went in there. I'm a Jackson Pollock guy. I think I've learned I'm more of a modern contemporary art kind of guy. But Did you go see doing... my father's show? I sent you an invitation. I know it was. We didn't go anywhere. The plan was on Friday afternoon to go when we got in, oh. and I couldn't go because it was pouring down rain all Friday night. And we stayed in. We played a board game with all of my. Uh, good friend Phillips, friends, which seen was some a delight. Gordon Silverman original artwork. I showed know. it to them though. I also, hey, one of you them may have attended. Bob, 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 send me the yeah. invite. I'll, I'll Someone go. may have attended you, Bob from the event. Week. I'm sorry. I only have so much time to get to everything I needed to get <laughs> to. A, I'm, it's a, I'm it's sorry. I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. Pollock, yes, uh, uh, Pollock is. I have some thoughts on Pollock, but go for it, man. Well, I liked him, but you know who I don't like. They're doing an exhibit, and it's they're they're highlighting it right now. Um, Monet and Ding Degas. is it Degas? What yeah, was the, it? The, it's the Monet Degas exhibit. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? You don't like Degas? I don't like you either. Like 
both both just not my cup of tea you know what i don't like portraits i don't like all the different well then maybe it's good that you didn't go through my father's show I don't like There's portraits. I don't get portraits. it. I like splatter. Give me splatter. Give me cities. Give me like interesting. I, I don't know. I'm just not a portrait. He guy. likes pretty colors. He yes, I like colors. Designs. He likes yes. pretty colors. Okay, that's fair. Which I think checks out because I have so many lights yeah, all around. There's a John Singer Sargent exhibit right now. I'm telling you to go see that, but that is definitely not going to be your bag. If you well, I heard the Mona is more my bag. It seems like the MoMA. 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 Yeah. Yes. Okay, is that true? Yeah. Is that more of my bag if well, I'm into it's, that? It's yes. It's you know it stands for the Museum of Modern Art. So oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, I learn more and more every day. I d that's cool. I mean, yeah. it was fun yeah, time we had not, uh, some. Yeah, I don't judge people's tastes on art. Some people like figurative painting. Some people don't. Some people like representational yeah. work. Others, eh, you know, hey. I just think it's wild to like sit like where you reading it. Like they they also die really young. Like I'm going through all these different artists as we're going around the Met, and I'm like. Man, 23, man, 27, 37. It's not like all the time. I'm, it's really sad. Well, you know, think about the life expectancy in the early part of the 20th century. Yeah. That's true. Oh, no. I have a cold. Dead. <laughs> yeah. It, that's, that's, yeah. Oh, no. I broke my leg. Dead. Oh, no. It's like I Oregon Trail Syria. just all over the place. Dead. Um, that voice Oregon right there Trail. is Andrew Hammond of AL.com, sports editor extraordinaire who uh, covered a game that did not happen on Saturday afternoon that we will not be talking about on this very show. Only the first half, if Andrew would like. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Andrew, are, how are you, you sure about that? It's weird that, that he would cover a game that didn't happen. That's well, he covered the first half. I he covered know, the first right? half, and then the second half, there was not a good uh, viewing vantage point, so he had to... Uh, make other plans, and he just he he didn't want to it's, to see it through, which I understand. It seems weird, but I will say this: it's fascinating how if you look back at last year's game, you look back, you know, at this year's game. Mm -hmm. There is a because I was having this conversation with a few other people, and, and the game that Chase is trying to ignore is mm. Alabama. Uh, 34 Tennessee 20. Oh, you're doing um, the, the score. But too. I thought Alabama wasn't good this year. They're well, not. and that's the thing. It's that they are in a situation where it's like this, like Nick Saban understands and knows just how much potential and how much is out there for them to, to grab. And so he knows that this team has a chance to do something special. I Cause I think he sees, the path to the playoff, which is essentially you win the SEC, you're going to get in. And from there it's house money. So like there is a, and it's, it's weird saying this for that program, but there is a belief once again, in terms of, Oh, we can play with anything anybody. Can, anything can happen once I get there. And, and that's, that's the thing. And so I know Chase is sad about that. Um, Chase. I, and, because the season just goes by in such a blur. What? And I'm not trying to be a jerk when I say this. What is Tennessee's record right now? Uh, they're five and two. Oh, that's not bad. Like that's, that's not bad. 
not been it's, a bad it's not bad. It's we'll see what happens in Kentucky because this is an inflection point. Like, and then yeah, you get Georgia at home, exactly. you get at Mizzou, which is a whole lot tougher than you thought it was going to be before mm-hmm. the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most fans predicted nine and three before the year. So if you can still get to nine and three, then it's a successful year before Nico next year, and then Absolutely. the expectations are back up. But I mean, they were exposed yeah. in a multitude of ways. Where like Joe had his best game, I think, this year um, for Tennessee. <laughs> And the first half, he was dealing. He was uh, running the football, running with force, which was huge um, that we had not seen to this point. But Alabama, like to their credit in the second half, they clamped down Tennessee receivers. They're just not physical enough. And we've seen problems with that before where Bama is holding. They are doing stuff. But that's the kind of game you have to make. Like missing Brew McCoy, who played defensive end in high school for this game, who is those contested catch kind of guys. You you really needed him against an Alabama secondary that was just manhandling you on the outside, not letting you get free and that matters because in those kind of big games you can't rely on the refs to bail you out but also it was a poorly officiated game there's no way around it, it. like one penalty for but five yards is insane uh, for a home team who not, is one of those you know on the schedule is not what's going on with these refs because then we're getting into major league baseball talk i mean the refs were bad like th- two things can be true and this is the whole thing is or like, NFL did not lose because matter. the refs but the refs were excruciatingly bad like that it could be, was yeah. officiating as a whole yeah has really and 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 I know we say the officials are bad all the time, but there are even with the advent of instant replay, I mm. feel like we do too much instant yeah, analysis instant replay, on instant like, replay. I, I feel like it, like they know they have to know that, like if they, I think there's two. I mean, I have no idea if this is true or not. It seems like having the knowledge that a bad call will be overturned allows them to behave in ways that are a little more reckless and sort of go with their gut or something like that rather than making sure that the humans got it right because there's no other option maybe i'm wrong about that well well and and the referees are instructed i know in the nfl and in and in the nba that you go with you know if you don't hesitate you go with whatever it is and then you decide you know yeah, they're rated. You, 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 you let you let replay decide. Constant grading scale to see what gets wrong. People are constantly yeah. pushed out. It's a limited. Like I'm sure my whole actually instant replays making officiating worse is not backed up by the data, but it feels I, I worse. Still, I still feel. I feel like we could, I, okay. The quality feels worse. I think because. Mm. One, Where do you think it feels think, the worst, Bob? Do you think it's uh, you football, know, when, basketball, when, or baseball? When, it feels the worst when whatever person is calling the game says, let's go to Gene's territory. I hate <laughs> Multiple times. Too much. Multiple I hate times that. in a 10 minutes. I don't want to hear from you, Gene. <laughs> I don't want to hear from the, Monty McCutcheon in the in the NBA, Steve Jackass. Secaucus wearing a goddamn bow tie. <laughs> like he's a B grade Tucker Carlson from, 19, from 2006. I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear from any of those guys. I don't it's, want to hear an official explaining what just, the correct answer is. I hate and parsing milliseconds of game tape. I, I that's that's the. Part I don't I watch sports. I don't watch sports to be graded on a calculus test. That, and that's that, that's the part like. I hate the most is the we take the instant replay and we have to slow it down to mm. frame by frame when in the in the live action moment you don't know like and to me it's and this has always been my rule you have 90 seconds to a minute 90 seconds is your max limit 
if you can't get the call right or if you can't get a resolution on it in, in 90 seconds, call stands like mm. that. And you have to do it live. You have to you have to judge it live because you just can't slow it down. And then, oh, but uh, all yeah. right, uh, enough, 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 enough. Rep complaining. Right. I know it just it, it's again this whole there's an entire there's been a belief that what fans want is the thing that is right. And I feel like that was a miscalculation by whoever is marketing. They've decided to market it as a thing. Like, but yes, they decided to market it. And you're yeah. just like, oh, well, yes. How do you commodify? How do you like, it's the same. It's, it's a kissing cousin of the fetishization of all the quants that are in front offices everywhere. Mm. And, and it's the same thing. The idea that there that is a, an actual, like, you never heard that phrase. I mean, I've heard kissing cousin, but you went with the with the quant, and I'm like, hold up, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a little alliterative there, but uh, granted, I am you quite use tired. a Jeopardy words. I'm a little tuckered, so everything. I, it's no all filter. good. No filter. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's kitty corner to the 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 the, the fetidization of the front office that we've gotten over the last fifteen years. I just don't. I do not. I am less concerned. I I feel it is. I, of course, you want to get the calls right. You want the game to be officiated as well as humanly possible. But the important word in that sentence to me is humanly. And we've moved away from that. And it's made games less fun. I really don't care to hear what Gene Serator, like what Gene Serator thinks thumbing through the rule book that he's memorized. If I wanted to like hang out with Larry Kuhn all day, I would, but I don't. Well, I don't know. Maybe. But it, again, you know what I mean. It's not nearly as fun as the game. And yeah, every call now, you cannot just go yay or boo. You wait because you know that the actual moment of exultation is delayed and it's not as much fun. No. Uh, which naturally brings us naturally. to the NBA season, which is back tonight. Um, no Bradley Beal and Draymond Green, unfortunately, in the, the late game. But I'm more excited for that whenever Lakers Nuggets uh, to kick things off. Uh, I really want to see what uh, Golden State looks like and uh, KD's return uh, to the Bay and how Chris Paul looks uh, for Golden State. So I'll be up late watching that this evening. So with that being said, Andrew Hammond, with the yes. NBA being back, your spiciest NBA oh, new season take right now for you is what fine um spiciest take spiciest take i you're putting me on the spot here pal um there was no putting would, on the spot this was been been in the dock for, i know for hours I know. uh bob um, is even bob's adding things to the dock and andrew hammond i didn't add it. anything i didn't touch i'll it. say this mm, that's um, also true spiciest take because i feel like we we already kind of know like how not how the season's gonna go, but like we we know who's gonna be there. Um just fire off a hot take, man. Don't overthink bull, it. Speaking bulls, of 90 seconds, ready? Three, oh, two, shut up. one, go. <laughs> um, uh, look. Bulls make the playoffs. They they make the play. There you go. Oh, they they make the play in. I mean, look, I don't mind the play in, but you're you're just it's not. I don't want to say scraping the bottom of the barrel, 
But, I mean, like, 7 through 12 in whatever conference, you're basically just, yeah, okay, fine. They have a chance. Well, it's also, Um, they're not young. And older teams win in the regular season. Like, they're a team that, unless they break it up, like, they should be in the plan at the very least. Because you look at this, if Zach Levine plays a bunch of games, if DeMar DeRozan plays a bunch of games, if Patrick Williams plays a bunch of games, if Caruso. Like, they've got guys. They have guys who can go out there every night and be yeah. semi-productive. So I'm not worried about, you know, and I think the Central is going to be really good. I think Milwaukee's clearly the class of the Central. But I'll bite. After Who's that, in the Central, Andrew? <laughs> uh, I can't believe you're citing the divisions. I couldn't tell you the divisions right now uh, for all the teams. Could you do it? Yeah. I could, but yeah, like it's if you told me this at like noon, mm. probably, but it's what? It's six forty two here in Alabama. No. Mm. Uh, my brain's fried. But no, I mean you look at the Pacers, you look at the Pistons, like everybody's gonna be improved, mm. but at the same time, we don't know how far the Pistons are away from yeah. Contending. Well, they got the lowest win total coming into the season, I saw. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at Indiana. I think Indiana's going to be really good. But are they – they're probably going to be in the four to six range probably. Um, you know, best case scenario. Mm. Then, you know, uh, Cleveland. Cleveland's in a weird spot. Um, Because it feels like if they don't pull this together and at least get to the semis, they might just decide to blow it up. Um, Well, they're goss if you listen to Chris Broussard or Bill Simmons. Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell But that doesn't make any sense. The Knicks can't get Donovan Mitchell. He he and Jalen Brunson's a terrible backcourt combination. What are you doing? You have Brunson, who's I think better than Mitchell right now. They were, Why? I will say this. I, well, I, no, I do but they were have, entirely ready to do that last year. Can, can I don't like work? it, though. It's can, bad can team I, can building. I a, bad. Can I get a hot take off? Yes. Well, I feel like this is a hot take. Finally. I mean, I think conventionally this is a hot take. Mm. Don't be shocked if the Knicks are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh. You heard it here first. Is Joel Embiid a Nick in this scenario? No. No. Okay. But I don't know about Miami. Testify. Testify. I, 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 I wonder about Miami. Preach, brother. I think Boston. <laughs> what did you say? He said preach, brother. Yeah. Oh um, Boston and Miami or Boston and Milwaukee are basically just, they're just going to slug it out for 82 games. Somebody has to emerge from that middle of the pack. Why the not? The Atlanta Hawks. Why not the Knicks? Why not the Knicks? Could be. Okay, so Trey Young. Knicks, though? I mean, Bob, do you feel this way? Do you feel Easter Conference Finals is on the table with the team as is? Zach Lowe said the exact same thing this summer. Really? And that's a smart person. Am I missing something? What are people excited about? Is RJ Barrett like 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 Scotty now? (laughs) (laughs) I have a Nick at Night shirt on. That's not why I meant it. Um. I know. I, know. I, I I think it would be unlikely. Uh, uh, I don't think anything with Joel Embiid happens until next summer. Um, but I think, yeah, I think the one. Oh, by the way, 
and again, now you jinx my Knicks by saying they might make That is true. It's over. I, I have to it's jinx over. the Celtics back, which is okay. I watched two Celtics preseason games, so clearly I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the starting five looks scary as hell. Yeah. It's terrifying. The don't with, say that. Not Bob. the one with not the one with Al Horford, the one with Derek White, who thankfully don't got a new haircut that, this Bob. summer. I'm sorry, that starting five. Don't say it. Looks kind of unguardable to me. Don't give don't give me hope. Don't give me hope. hope. It's the sharpest no. knife in Satan's no. drawer. No. Yeah. Bob. Give yeah. me your location. This one. Uh, it's three, two. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um I actually have Derek White. Somebody asked me, um, is Derek White sixth man of the year? And I was just like. I could see it. Yeah, sure. Is he going to start? I think yeah. they're going to start Al. I think he's going to be a yeah. starter at defense. They're going to start Al. They're going to go that big? Al yeah, and Chris the fi- Yeah. The finishing five is going to be Derek White mm. instead of Al Barker. But they look terrifying. That said, the mm. Knicks last year did play Boston matchup really well against. They opened Boston. the season in TD Garden, correct? Yeah. Tomorrow. Wait, why did they play the Celtics well last year, Bob? They played the Celtics well because the Celtics didn't have anyone who could stop either Jalen Brunson or in the second game where they really had to. They didn't have anyone who could stop Emmanuel quickly. They did not mm. have, while while uh, Jalen, well, the two Jays are excellent wing defenders. Some reason, market um, like Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel quickly gave Marcus Smart fits. Drew uh, Holiday is a different. I think he'll do a better job than Smart did against uh, a smaller guard, but that's the reason why. Hmm. And of course, the other reason is rebound. The yeah. Knicks were an excellent offensive rebounding team last year, and the Celtics were a downright bad rebounding team. And that's really what got them. like that's what the Knicks are. The Knicks offense, they finished third, shockingly, um, but despite having little to no ball movement or really offensive sets of any kind. And they just relied on they relied on not turning the ball over and grabbing a, a metric ton of offensive rebounds. Whether that's sustainable, yeah, I don't know. J- but Brunson you have a lot a, of the same guys a there. Lot, yeah, but Jalen Brunson hit a lot of contested mid-range jumpers last year, and that mm. doesn't always carry over from one season to the next. Um, they might fall off a little on offense. Well, I think continuity uh, matters, and like you're going to play does. the they, same seven to eight is, guys. All they did is get rid of Obi Toppin, yeah, and add uh, White Dante. So that's it's pretty much the same. Also, time. why do they hate Evan Fournier so much? They're just keeping him on we, the we roster. No, we, because you don't Google Evan Fournier, duh. That's true. Because uh, he's because he can't guard anybody. No, but I'm saying like just release him. Like it's just weird that he's just hanging around. Because they're holding onto the contract for a trade. Yeah, who's trading for Evan Fournier? Evan Fournier, they're not trading for Evan Fournier. They're trading for Evan Fournier's expiring contract. Yeah. Do you think Mitchell Robinson is someone you trust at this point? Yeah. Is he staying healthy? Is he someone you can count on in the playoff series? Is he playing important playoff minutes? Yeah. Like Mitchell Robinson can do three things. Rebound ball, dunk ball, and uh, rebound other ball. That's (laughs) what the three things he does. Yeah. And he can defend. He's a good defensive center and protect the rim. Like mm. those are the three things he does. He is he can't really expand much beyond that. But as a as a rim running, rim protecting like center, he's he's you know 
probably not as good as peak Clint Capella, but he's in that mm. range. Also, you know what we need? You know what's sad uh, with this Knicks season and um, really with the last two years, the guy I love the most in the Knicks right now? I think we've talked about him. It's Quentin Grimes. I'm a Quentin Grimes oh, guy. Grimes I know he's gonna, good. He's going to get a lot of minutes this year. He's, he's a 3 and D guy. He's an actual 3 and D guy. sad about Quentin Grimes. He's no, 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 no. What I'm saying is like he would have been a blogger hero. Like he would be on Hoopspeak front page every week about like Quentin Grimes. No one's talking about Quentin Grimes. He's an integral part of the Knicks Eastern Conference I'm, Finals. I'm, I'm constantly talking to people about Quentin Grimes. I know, uh, but we anyway, need to bring my, it back. I love my, Quentin Grimes. He's my favorite Nick right now. Here's my hot take. Actually, I don't uh, know. I love watching Jalen Brunson in the lane. Uh, Adam Silver announces that he is retiring as commissioner of pro basketball this year. He sets a retirement date. What? Higher this year, but he sets a retirement date. Like 2025 or something like that? He will see the league through their next media contract. I can and see then that. say, okay, got to go. Bye. Why do you think that? Do you think it's the job? Do you think he's actually ready to move on? Does he do something I think else? He's ready to, I think I think 11 years on the job is about enough for him. I don't think he's a lifer in that way that David Stern was. He's also before. sneaky older than you would think. I didn't realize he was 61. Yeah. He's 61. Yeah. And he's got a lot of money. He doesn't need to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's going to get whatever the version of the next fat media deal is. And, and he's handled every possible labor dispute. He has, again, the, you know, the TV money just keeps going up, 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 up. Uh, I think once he gets the second one, he's going to say goodbye. My other prediction is that, and this is a sad one, I think LeBron gets seriously hurt for the first time. And this is oh, no. a big chunk of time. I'm Bob. Unless he's on the super steroids that nobody knows about. Bob. Yeah. You aren't wrong. Yeah, those are my two predictions. Those are my like NBA that, predictions. Because I was thinking about that last night. I was just like, LeBron. It, what did he have? One feels, season where he only played forty, like half fifty percent of the games, like a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Yeah, I mean a season where he only plays like twenty games and he's in and out of the lineup. He's. Well, I didn't like seeing the video about like him now waiting on Bryce, and it's like, oh, this is not happening. We're keeping this thing going. There's no way he makes it that long. There's no way. I think I think he I think he can, but Bob, as you said, like there's there's always that one injury that just derails. Like Kobe went Kobe went 14 years before he even suffered as much as a seemingly a nick and then yeah. so, and then it started to cascade. So those then are yeah. my Achilles thing, the freaking Achilles a, thing. Yeah, the twice. Well, that's but, my but sad I, sad Larbon champ. I will I will Larbon say Bob yeah. I like the silver take because I I feel like we're in a stage with the whole player empowerment era. We can go ahead yeah. and say him, him it's saying, a failure. Yeah, it didn't it didn't work for a whole bunch of reasons. This whole by the way, that the, the thing that the league put out where he said, actually we have the data that shows the resting players doesn't help with injuries. I was like Yeah We're gonna double down, damn it. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I believe you. I do not think <laughs> I believe you. I think you want players to play 82 games if they can. And I understand that as an employer. Mm. Employers want workers to show up to work all the time and not give them any sick days. Yeah. Regardless of the profession. But I feel like the teams have a better handle on this. It's also can like I, the whole... Can, yeah, can, I I have mean, a, can I have another sports media prediction? Oh, yeah. If, if, sure. if, we're, 
uh, with that new TV rights deal, mm. the NBA comes home to the NBA on NBC. Oh, overtakes TNT as the main provider. No. I don't know. Not to get into the whole Comcast finances thing, but can they afford it? Well, I, I think they can. Um, I mean, my prediction it, at the it, beginning it, it, is that a chunk of it goes to 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 Apple. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazon. That's 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 what I was gonna say. Like, did I see something about Thursday be... nights? Is their plan is to do the NFL version of NBA on Thursday yeah. nights, where they have two games so, every week? What, so, like, you're gonna get like a, it's gonna be a conglomerate of mm-hmm. it's gonna be a shared type of thing. Can you kind of know Thursday night football was with the, so, with the so networks. Uh, I'm going to have to download Peacock. Well, yeah, but you're, it, it's, Is that what you're saying? It's, it's going to be something like that. that, where it's like they have uh, like, it's going to be Apple, um, Amazon, NBC, like they're they're all going to do a thing. Watch it on Paramount um, Plus or Pluto TV, the world's worst streaming platform. It's terrible. No, no, but but I, I do think that the next media rights deal is going to be fascinating for many reasons. Um, yeah. Because I think it's going to set the tone for the other leagues. So. Interesting. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Bob's Beat, sports media, NFL, NBA, MLB, etc take that bob has been reading about this week what what have you been reading about a lot that's just uh it's on bob's beat what have you been reading about that uh gotten your your fancy over the last week sir (laughs) wait is that really a category all i did is put bob is handsome in the dock and i didn't read any of the other things that is a bob's beat we have different segments on this show the sports reporters who have indeed reassembled i I feel like this is not an actual subject of conversation bob's beat I'm, i'm reading awful horrible things Bob really is just always in. Andrew and I laugh about it because we can't do it. Like Bob is out here doing the Lord's work. uh, You are in just some spaces, my guy. Like you're in some. I'm calling garbage. I am sorting garbage. I'm throwing garbage all over the place. In musty spaces of the internet. I work at. I work at in the sewers, (laughs) and my job is to sift through the material therein. And separate the really terrifying toxic waste from the There's usual some toxic waste. things. It's like, oh hey, can I find? It's, it's like when you when you first got like young viral Bob. Oh man, I'm gonna work down in the sewers. I'll see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then you get you finally get down there, and it's like, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Shredder is nowhere to be found down here. Paper shredders, however, yes. Yeah. Also, is it true that New York, the 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 smoke that comes up, Bob, is hot poop? It's steam, but you really don't want to bathe in it. It's just <laughs> Look at it's steam. It's what? Not, it's not smoke. The steam that is vented out of the of the grills in New York City. Yeah, it is not hot poop. It is venting hot air. But again, yeah, you don't want to like bathe in that steam because it's been in the sewer system. It's not. It's not poop smoke, Chase. <laughs> Someone told me that over the weekend. And I was, uh, oh, okay. Oh, I they, was... they 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 told the redneck from Tennessee. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I will say though, it was actually this a delight. Will get them. Oh, my it pals, was. This will get them. We were actually all Southerners outside of one Northeastern uh, Cornell. 
uh alum but a lot of a lot of super smart people over the weekend but it uh it was interesting to just uh have some southern takes on it be like no it's actually not not what you think and there's uh did you go to any fine restaurants we went to uh okay here's funny story time here um uh, we felt like larry uh, this was an episode of curb here because we passed a an italian restaurant that um uh, my wife's good friend wanted uh, uh, to try and it was really good uh, we went to that on saturday night and got some lobster ravioli it was delicious it was a great 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 establishment and i love the little like uh igloos that they're putting out in new york now wherever <laughs> to get people in there they're like we're gonna put you in an igloo we're gonna have heated areas and you're you're on the street but you don't feel like you're on the street you you know those were set up during covid so restaurants could keep running don't oh you? is that what it is yeah Oh, I just thought it was for winners. No, no, this no. is not a marketing thing. That's what the I little, thought it was. <laughs> the little, the, 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 the covered dining mm -hmm. um, en plein air, like yes. huts that are all over the place. Yes. The point was, how do you get people, how do restaurants stay open during COVID? Well, that was smart. Well, technically, you're outdoors. Mm. Yeah, it's cold. So you put a space heater in there. Okay. Now, how do you keep the hot air in? Well, you kind of have to cover them. Is that technically outdoors? No, but it was enough to satisfy the regulations. That was a way that restaurants could do more than takeout during the COVID regime. Oh, I didn't know that. I just thought it was that. for the winter, and it was just something they added. They were like, no, hey, no. they decided to keep it because uh, well, it's actually a self-sustaining. Because so it, it's sometimes it's nice to eat outside. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, we uh, we go in. We weren't planning to eat outside uh, first, but we go in. And they were kind of full. We had a reservation, and they were like, there were there was three of us, so they tried to sit us in a two person table right by the kitchen. But like, they wanted to put the no. third table like in the aisle, like to walk yeah. where like you're in the walkway. And we yeah, you couldn't do that. Well, we looked at her. We were like, what do, what do you do? Like, no, like, and they looked at us like we were crazy. We we're like, we're not sitting there. What do you, what do you mean? Yeah. And then we walk, start walking back out, and the owner was like, no, 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 we'll put you in a like, it's fine, it's fine. I'm like. What part? Like, you, there's no path. Like, the servers are gonna have to like hop over whoever's sitting on was the this outside. Was an Italian that, restaurant? Yes, it was. And I was oh, like, yeah. this is not happening. And but they were really, they were like bullying us into like they were like, you're not leaving. We're, we're finding you a spot. And I'm like, I don't know what to we're tell you, but find like, you a spot. Yeah, like you're not leaving. <laughs> it was so awkward. So we were kind of like bent out of shape on the whole situation. We were like, why are you trying to put us here? Like, we this is not workable. This is not a workable situation. So we ended up actually getting uh, put in the the igloo, the space heater igloo, and it was great. Yeah. Uh, we had a great night. And it was great food and everything else. So it worked out. But just really baffling sometimes with folks where you're like, what do you want us to do here? We're not sitting out in the aisle, right? Like that's the uh, that that just doesn't make any sense. But um yeah we had a lot of we had a really good uh mexican spot in the east village i i feel like the east village is a really cool spot to go to in the summer because it looks like there's a lot of cool stuff going on and i i liked walking through there um i've never been through the east village when i've been through new york uh in the past so uh that was cool we went to we got boulevard uh because we stayed in harlem there was this uh soul food place called boulevard that we got takeout nice. from on friday night that was really really good um and then uh, what else do we have? We had oh, uh, Cal Girl Seahorse on Sunday night, which actually is something I remember back in the day in the Fi uh, Financial District. Um, that's mm -hmm. a really fun spot, and I like the lights there, and uh, got some good food. So that was that was good. So no, we had a lot of a lot of good food, um, a lot of good coffee shops, and all that. And that was, it was a nice time. It sounds like a delightful time. But we were moving from thing to thing. Like I didn't really, there wasn't really spare time uh, on this trip. There, I didn't get to bounce around as much as I did uh, in previous New York trips, where I could just like hop from subway to subway and just uh, kind of free, 
freewheeling it. So this was more of a regimented uh, trip, but it was good. Uh, it was a good time. Um, CFB Minute, Andrew Hammond. What should happen with John Harbaugh and, or Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, and the John, University of I was Michigan? Like John Harbaugh. You know, I really like John Harbaugh. I really think that, you know, this could be a year that the Ravens could, you know, perhaps be it, – it's it's crazy saying that the Ravens are a Super Bowl sleeper, but I think they could Talk be. college football. You know you want to. Come I on. know. I was just being a dick. Um, uh, it's going to be funny when they try and punish Jim Harbaugh and he Pete Carroll's his way back to the NFL. Does he is he get an NFL job? Are we sure he can find his way back in? He is absolutely getting oh, yeah, back sure. in. I mean, He's it's been absolutely. a decade now. Here's here's okay. Matter. So I'm gonna take you guys back to January of 22. Mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh interviewed with the um, Minnesota Vikings because mm-hmm. the GM there was in the scouting department in San Francisco when Jim Harbaugh was there. Jim Harbaugh has known this guy for years. He walks, he, he, he basically walks in and, you know, he's assuming they're going to offer. He, you know, beforehand, he, there are rumors of he's assembling the staff already. Um, And about essentially halfway through the interview, he realized they haven't offered me anything yet. Mm. And then Harbaugh says, "Are you guys going to offer?" And the Vikings were like, "No, we're going to go. We're going through the process. We're going to go through the process to find our guy." And Jim Harbaugh's like, "Cool. Okay. So nice, nice seeing everybody. Hope, hope, hope the family's doing well. I'm going to head back to Ann Arbor. Um, you match that with the fact that you know." He had Harbaugh taking that pay cut. That was supposed to be a charitable pay cut, which it wasn't. Um, now he allegedly may have his uh, extension waiting. But after all of this going on and an AD that he may or may not get along with, because if he and the AD actually did get along, Harbaugh would have had that extension last year or sooner than now. So, yeah, like you just have to see. You put the puzzle pieces together. It would be a massive upset if Jim Harbaugh was coaching Michigan next season. Yeah. Um, Also, is this a crazy take? I don't think this is that bad. Is this a left? Like, it's not that bad, but. It's one of those where it's like, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But it's also mm. like, oh, y'all were detailed yeah. in this. Like, um, so something that dropped tonight, Pete Thamel uh, and a few other writers have reported that the player uh, or the assistant or GA Connor Stallions, or as I like to call him Connor the Stallion, um, mm. is or basically was scout was going to games scouting everybody but it wasn't just big 10 opponents Mm. it was georgia it was tennessee it was alabama like he was essentially scouting playoff opponents potential Mm. playoff opponents but 
He didn't go to TCU. He didn't go to TCU, which is like. Hmm. It's also, um, like it's just you didn't need to do that. You're Michigan. You have better players than the majority of them. You're really good. You've been a force. Yeah, you lost three they, games in the last three years. Look, if like, you're not cheating, you, are you really trying? When when yeah. when you when you play a TCU team that you could have just mashed, yeah, and mashed into the well, they ground. did lose to them, by the way. But yeah, but I mean, you look at that first series in that game, and then Harbaugh does the trick play on fourth down, and mm. that to me, that's where he lost the game. It was. Trying to be too cute, trying to be extra, trying to do big brain stuff, and all of a sudden, he, you know, it's a team that struggled to get breaks, all that. So, like, yeah, I. But as you said, you know, what's going to happen to Harbaugh? He's going to go back to the NFL. I mean, it could be Washington, it could be the Chargers. I don't think it's going to be the Bears because um, Gene Smith is at Ohio, or not Gene Smith, but. Uh, the former Big Ten commissioner, Kevin Warren, is at Ohio State, or not Ohio State, but with the Bears. Um, get it right, Andrew. It's late. Sorry. Um, so you you have all of these different factors that are going to keep him away from that job. Um, plus, I don't think he'd be great at that job. Um, that's that's another that's another situation for another day. But, yeah, uh, don't be shocked if Harbaugh is gone. Um, I also just like the folks who are like vacating wins and everything. I'm like, Michigan, I just, I think in football, Dion actually made a great point about this where he's like, it's not the same as the Astros because people are comparing it to the Astros scandal. And I'm yeah. like, I think it, Matt, it's totally different when you know, and Dion made this point, or was it Dion who made the point that like, if it's a curveball, I think he said like, if it's a curve, I know a curveball is coming and I'm a professional athlete, like I'm smacking that curveball. Like that's going out of here. That is a distinct advantage that change games. But if you know signals before, like you still like Tulane could know the signals of a Michigan game coming into the big house. They could cheat. No, it's not really going to affect the outcome of the game. Like it's not going to really change things all that much. And they're like the one, the the smoking gun that we saw that was on the video circulating today is like Ohio State, like on that first drive. Um, there's you see Michigan officials on the side um, doing stuff and people are uh, surmising that that is from um them knowing the signals ahead of time but Ohio State scored on that drive <laughs> like it didn't end up mattering I don't know I just don't feel like I feel like all of it is just this extravagant um over the top unnecessary form of cheating that they just didn't need to do because I don't think it actually did all it's that much for them it's a little spygating it feels yeah. a it's, little it is it, oh, yeah. very is very mm. very spygate. and the same thing with spygate is like the Patriots are still gonna win the majority of their games they were still gonna win Super right. Bowls with or without it but is I think it's the fact that now granted that calling it a little spy gatey, which mm. I just did and I regret saying already. But it's still sleazy and they should suffer yeah. some consequences for that. I don't care if it wasn't effective. I don't care if it really didn't have a, a huge impact on whether they won or lost. Like, yeah, those rules exist for a reason and don't do that. They should yeah. take the hit. I mean, if but here's the problem too: is Harbaugh won't take a hit. Harbaugh's just going to leave, go get a better yeah, job in the NFL, be, and then players who come Carol in after take the hit. He, he, yeah, he's yeah. going to he's going to Pete Carroll his way Look, out. Of yeah, this Tommy Tuberville had as far as as far as I can tell an extremely, as the kids say, mid college coaching career, and managed to fail his way all the way to the U.S. Senate. So yeah, you know, racism is something, ain't it? Yeah, sure is. He did have that one great year with uh, Ronnie Brown, Cadillac, and Jason yeah. Campbell, though. 
went undefeated. Oh, Should have been the, the national the, championship. The, the, the SEC villain origin story, you mean? Yeah. Those are some fun Auburn teams, though. Shout out to Jason Campbell. I think yeah. he was uh, Atlanta guy. Yeah, Jason Campbell was the quarterback there. Yeah. Um, Is Bob... Let me check my notes here. Is Bob the handsomest man in the world? And wow, why we're only halfway through the, the list. Haters... It's been a long chat today, folks. I, I, is, is it? it... Uh, no. Moving on. Next do question. The... Do the haters say otherwise? Is that okay? Yeah, um, as we wrap up here tonight, it's been a it's been a long day for all of us. Um, the most interesting sports story you read this week was what Bob Silverman, or you can do your pick of the week if you don't have a uh, the most interesting story. Should take a look at that list. Aside from making my dumb joke, thinking Chase would look at it and be like, "What's this here? What?" Yeah, okay. Uh, the most or my pick of the week. Oh God, I'm losing losing brain cells by the second. Um, uh, uh, wait, I did have a. This is such dead air. Cut this, Chase. To make sure you cut it. I can't sure cut this. Cut. This is fine. We're okay. I'll go. Andrew can go. Oh, go, Andrew. Okay. I'm still thinking. It's fine. Um, no, uh, the big time by Michael McCambridge talking about how. Uh, one of my favorite writers, really good guy. Um, he's written a lot of really good books. So basically, he he goes through the decade of the seventies mm. and how sports impacted culture and so many different things. And it's really good. Um, I'm about halfway through it so far. So, uh, so a lot of good stuff. Like some stuff I kind of already knew because you know when you're growing up watching ESPN Classic as a nine year old instead of like Disney or cartoons, um, mm. you're wired differently. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's, it's a, it's a good retelling on some stuff I knew. And then there's some stuff that I didn't know. And I was just like, oh man, I learned something. So, uh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Bob, I, like I, I bought you enough time. I okay. bought you enough. Time. Uh, yeah. Uh, a book I just started reading is Brian Merchant's blood in the machine. Blood in the machine. It's, yes. It's a book on the history of the Luddites. And the history of the rebellion against uh, dehumanizing technology. Now, the term Luddite has often been misused as anyone who's scared or afraid of new emerging technologies, but there actually is a profound philosophy behind designing uh, mechanical devices and technological devices that actually benefit humanity as opposed to, say, just lining the pockets of industry. So it's mm. an excellent book. I just started I'm like five pages in, but I'm willing to give it a recommendation nonetheless. Blood in the Machine, Brian Merchant. There you go. I like it. Uh, Andrew, AL.com today. Uh, subscribe if you have not already. Go support Andrew and the great team over at AL.com. All kinds of Alabama, Auburn sports coverage. College hoops back in a couple weeks. Uh, Auburn left their offense uh, at home, so we'll see if that uh, changes. Not in the great. Co- no. Not great. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Iron Ball still to come and all kinds of other good stuff, and we'll see if Alabama that case, keeps that, That's, that's going to be a weird game. It's going to be weird. Now, people who don't think it's going to be close in an absolute slugfest of just oh, awfulness. Oh, you're new here. Yeah, like that you're game is new. absolutely going down to the wire. That is <laughs> absolutely going weird. down to the wire. It's, well, it's going to be one of two things. Alabama is going to absolutely bludgeon, bludgeon them to death, and it's going to be like 48 nothing, or... No. It's going to be super close, and you're going to see people stressing out. Yes. And yeah. That's and Auburn, like, Auburn's going to carry a lead into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bobby Ashford had them shook for a little bit last year. 
Yep. I don't know. We'll see it. And then the Knicks are back. The Hawks are back. The NBA's back. Uh, we have NBA to watch. And we'll we have, have game NBA seven to... of the playoffs tonight. Yeah. Or the National League Championship Series. And we also do have that. Yeah. The and by the way, I think we can all feel good about the Astros just yes. I do. getting kicked in the yeah, I And we also I, stand I our Burger Dusty. King, our Burger King queen. I don't know if you saw you saw that video of her in the outfield. Did you not see this? I, Game no. six, um, there was a big home run, and she's in uh, right field, and she's wearing a Burger King hat, and the ball comes within like four inches of just hitting her directly in the face and concussing her and giving her all kinds of brain damage, and just no re- reaction whatsoever. Somehow she was staring face ahead, like she didn't have a phone or anything in front of her, a distraction. She just missed it. Yeah. Just... Yeah. I'm gonna send y'all the video. It's all absolutely right. hilarious. We'll, we'll, we'll um, all enjoy that later. But all there right, you guys. go. Robert Silverman, Andrew Hammond, always a pleasure, and I'll talk to y'all next week. This has been Ingram, radio voice of the Atlanta Braves, and I'm here to tell you that you've reached the end of today's episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast. As a friend of the podcast, I'd like to say thank you for listening to today's episode and hope you return for the next one. To show your support for the program, tell a friend or coworker or even a family member about the program, and if you're an Apple Podcast listener, leave the show a rating and a review. It goes a long way. That'll do it for me. But don't forget to listen to myself and the rest of the team at 680 The Fan and the Braves Radio Network this season. Go Braves! Chase, I think I'm going to hear more about you. I really do. I think you've got a way about you, but you're interviewing, mm-hmm. you're, um, pleasantness, you're smart. So I think I'm going to hear big things about you. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.